Welcome to another episode of Insurance After Dark. This time I'm sounding much more chipper because last time Carlos said I was too serious. But now you sound like a robot, like you're reading a script. <laughs> Come on, we ain't got no First scripts all, over here. <laughs> no scripts, you guys. Really, if you have been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that we have no scripts. We try Only to about, do... Uh, what are those uh, teleprompters? Yeah, the teleprompters. <laughs> um, it's pretty raw editing because we just want to bring the real real, right? So um, again, thank you for listening to all of our conversations, shenanigans and whatnot. And today we have a really cool topic. Um, I think it hits close to a uh, home for us because we've been in insurance for a very long time here in California. <laughs> And we know a lot of people. We're not bragging. Oh, we know so many people. It's just, it's a small industry. (laughs) Yeah, we're old. That's why we know so many people. It's a small industry. And what you're, what you do here, the actions that you take can cause a ripple effect and people will hear about it. That being said, if you have ruffled feathers and dick somebody over, we all know about it. Yes. Everyone's going to know about it. There's Everyone's going to know about it's, it. It's just how how soon are they going to know they about it? They might still be your friend right. to your face. Exactly. He, here's here's one of the things that we need to understand that I've seen, at least in this business, that one, people will always talk behind your back. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen mm-hmm. okay, in this industry. Like you said, people will be cool with you in front of your face, but behind... Even if story. you're a beloved person, somebody's going to talk something There's always going to be someone. I agree. It is what it is. Now, the other thing is this, though, okay? And, and this is now a question to everybody out there and right here, obviously, to Vera. But should someone be penalized because of who you talk to? And you want me to give you an example? You yeah, be, uh, okay. give us a clear example. Okay, so I'll give you an, an example. So when... When I moved on into my new, I guess, journey in insurance, right, from a long time ago, um, obviously some people weren't happy about it. And when I did talk to certain people, those people got cut off by other people just because they were socialized with me. You know, yeah. I guess, uh, uh, you know, they'll they'll look at it. So you're guilty by association or something like right, that. Right. I get so it. So is that I mean, it sucks because it's never my intentions. Mm. And and by the way, guys, I'm talking about like this happened a, a while ago and I won't say his name, but he's he's a really good friend of mine. And what made our friendship really strong even more is that when this happened, he still stood beside me. So, so let me. And I'm talking about, and and just to clarify, I'm talking about actually when, when, when I was really heavily involved in insurance as far as the selling part. Yeah. Got it. You know? Um, So this, but just again for more clarity. So there was a person that you worked with or potentially under. mm -hmm. And when you decided to go off on your own. Right. That person was not happy about it because this was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. They were not happy about it. And because of that, everyone that you talked to, that person you worked with before yeah. cut them off yep. too. Yep. So not only did they lose and I'll give you, you they lo- they said we don't want to have anything to do with Just anybody that is your correct, friend. Correct. Yeah. And 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 I'm seeing some of this stuff happen and and I'll give you the ex- exactly what I'm referring to is that when someone leaves your office to start their own agency. Yeah. And obviously you built relationships up within the same core of people in that agency. And now the person is cutting everybody around you off or maybe doesn't like them because now you've gone somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, is it fair to everybody else? No, but that, that's it's kind of like, Hey, I can't talk to you, Vera, because you know, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, that to me is a petty, petty person. 
And unfortunately, there's a lot of, uh, and I'll just talk on the agency owner, um, from the agency owner perspective, there's a lot of agency owners that are so petty, so tactless, so unprofessional that if their agent goes off to open up their own thing and the rep, uh, a rep gives them an appointment, they'll go so far as excommunicate the rep. Right. I mean, come on. I, I You can't block somebody from putting food on their table. I agree. Take joy in the fact that they learned something from you and now you, they get to expand their horizons. Right. But it's just, it, it's crazy because here's the other thing though. Because of that situation, and I'm not talking about mine anymore, but I'm just saying in that situation, now there's other people talking. And, and you know what I've sometimes realized in this insurance game is that, have you ever played the phone game mm-hmm. where you say one thing to one person and by the time it goes around the room, it's a whole different story. Totally. And I always tell people, look, before you make a decision, before anything, I always tell people this, find out their real story. Go direct to the source. And you know what? You and I just finished talking about this not too long ago, but yeah. is that, is that, is that really who that person was? Mm-hmm. Like, were they really being authentic? Nah, probably not. And I get it. Maybe you have to put a different face on, which you shouldn't. You should always have the same face, right? And you should always be who you are. Never change. Never fake anything. Don't bullshit people. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there's people out there that that believe the bullshit. Yeah. You know, one thing that I find, and I probably have mentioned this in other episodes, but I despise the shiny object insurance agent. And what I mean by that is, you know, there are some people that just think that they need to come with it. You know, they need to have the super slick shiny shoes and the super (laughs) slick watch and the blah, blah, blah. Okay. My husband used to be in advertising for like, I don't know, fucking 25, 30 years. He's shot every possible commercial for all the fancy watches and the, and the cars. The amount of the pompous individuals that we would encounter, the arrogance and the, the stupidity behind so much of that shit. I guess maybe because I've seen it. I've seen the fakeness that very few people actually have an appreciation for the creation of those watches and how, much work and handmade material goes into it and the intricacy of it, they don't buy it for that reason. They buy it because it's like, it's just flashy. Yeah. They don't appreciate the fact that somebody's toiling over it for hours and hours and hours. They want to say like, hey world, check me out. I have a, or Paddock Phillip. And that's what gets me is that we, insurance falls under finance. And we all know that finance you know, those people come in rocking whatever suits and shoes and bags and the fancy cars just to show status. And we deal with a lot of real estate agents also. My God, why do you have to have that giant gas guzzling fancy whatever the fuck car? Nothing wrong with gas cars. No, nothing wrong with gas cars <laughs> at all. But I don't know. There's just to me, there's um, a facade yep. that a lot of people put forth. and But because they attract there are still many many insurance agents out there that are that are starting off their agency they're on the entrepreneurial journey and they just get attracted by that shiny object Ooh, i want that you must be really successful because you have all this stuff and you have you've read all these books and you have all this lingo who the fuck is that person in real life who are they deep down inside right because we know who you are we know everyone that you've done business with and who you've screwed over right yeah, 
And one thing I do tell a lot of people, look, nothing, look, yes, when you become an agency owner, yes, you are going, um, it's tough for me to say like you're, I'm an entrepreneur. Even there's people out there that call themselves entrepreneur. The word yeah, is also it's, so, it, it, exactly. it's loaded nowadays. But, but here's the thing though, okay? And I always tell people this, because people will come up to me, it's like, oh, did you listen to so-and-so? Yeah, you know, he has a good message and everything. Here's the thing, guys. You're an insurance agency owner. If you go listen to someone else, just make sure that you can kind of not relate and know what they're going through, but understand that that person will feed me good information to take. You're an insurance. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, And the thing I always tell people is this. A lot of entrepreneurs out there have great messages. Great. But you can't always assume that they have the same business as you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, they drive nice cars. They have this, whatever. But they didn't get it in insurance. They did it doing something else, whether it was an e-commerce store or maybe they owned um, restaurants, whatever. Okay. So I always tell people, just be careful. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're, li- if you're an insurance agency owner and then you go see another, uh, another entrepreneur and he's accomplished what you see or what you want, like I want to be like, he's done agencies. He's had multiple agencies successful. Then yeah, that's probably a person you want to definitely consider and look into because he's done what you're trying to do. And we've actually had agency owners on this podcast yes. that are extremely successful personally and professionally. And I say personally first because that's where it matters and professionally. And they are humble pie, salt of the earth. Just like I just do this because I love it and I'm more than happy to help anybody else. And you see the authenticity there, mm-hmm. right? And that's the thing that I, how do we convince? No, we sh- we don't need to convince. How do we convey that you need to see past the facade? That yeah. it's glitter. It's fucking fairy dust. It is. It is. I, I agree. And it was just one of those things because I've had lately some students and some people that I've known that's always recommend, did you listen to this person? Did you watch this person? And I'm like, yeah. But I mean, I, I, I always tell people I don't ever knock someone down because of what they're saying. It's a great message. The material they're telling you is great, but I can't, I can't, apl- I can't apply that to what I'm trying to do. Now, when I do find the person that I'm trying to like, what they've done, what I'm trying to apply, that is the person that I'm gonna actually consider what they're saying and and apply it to my to my insurance agency per se, or or what I'm trying to accomplish. So there's a lot of people out there, guys. Just make sure you're not just paying attention to the people who has the biggest jet, mm-hmm. per se, you know? I mean, nothing wrong with that. If that's what you like. But, I mean, did they get that jet by doing what you're doing? Mm-hmm. If not, that's – I mean, I look at it. That's already a wrong issue there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, man, I want to I want to be like Mike Tyson. You know, look at what he's gone. Look at the money, this and that. Uh, you know, uh, Floyd May- Mayweather, right? It's just like, yeah, but how do they get their money? Yeah, I ain't no boxer. So right. obviously, I mean, unless I want to go into boxing, then that's something maybe I can follow footsteps. You know, mm-hmm. I get it. But I always just tell people, like, just be careful. Like, don't get so fogged up on all this other stuff. Yeah. You know, and and one, I'm not saying that you need to listen to me or either because I'm not near nowhere near where I I see myself. And I'm I'm just, you know, people was. People think like, oh, you got the school, you got this, blah, blah, blah. It's great. You don't know behind the scenes. Yeah. And if you are my friend, then you know. 
But it's it's like at the end of the day, I'm still here every day. I'm answering phones. I'm answering mm-hmm. this, you know. And I wear Vans. I don't wear shoes without socks. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> I, I just came. I it was just so one of, my, one of my friends last week. Wore, that's wore, he came in. And I was just like, okay. First of all, you're expecting the flood, bro. And two. <laughs> I guess you took your socks off. He's like, oh, no. He takes his shoe off, and it's like half a sock. I'm like, dude, what? Hey, man. (laughs) Sometimes it works with certain outfits, even for guys. (laughs) You know, uh, one thing I want to point out that's so interesting is that I've, um, you know, again, we've been in business a long time, and I've seen people come in from that were not insurance folks, and they come in, they're like, oh, I can freaking – Run circles around all these agency agents, and you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna blow this up. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that, and then it blows up in their face because number one, insurance is very particular. Mm-hmm. It's very specific. You again, I say it all the time. We are resilient. We are if we're if you're in the insurance game, you're in here. You're in it to win it. You're here for the long run, right? right. That you already know. You know that it's not just from one day to the next you're gonna blow up. No, it's a long term game. Yeah. Whereas folks try to come in and say, nope, I'm gonna flip it on its head. It's gonna be short term gain game, and I'm gonna take all this money out. The one thing that I love, and mind you, Carlos, I know this is your favorite topic, but it is almost always men, not women. That do this and think that they can, they have like the secret weapon. But to there are blood. some women. Sure, there are some okay. women. But the one thing that I love about this is that when it blows up in their face, they don't completely ignore this industry because they know how much money there is to be made in this industry. They yeah. know how rewarding personally this in- industry can be. So they latch on to other people that are in the industry that have been in the game for a while to see, can I get a little piece of that? Yeah. And I find that those people sometimes latch on to them to see, can I get a little piece of what you're doing? But ask yourself, they're not fully in insurance yet. They still want to be in there. What are you doing hanging out with them? Like, in, are you just learning like different growth tactics? Yeah. Are they inspirational somehow? Are you going to implement it into your agency or are you chasing this shiny object? Yeah. What is it? You know, it's crazy. And I was just thinking about this, what you just said. So years ago, I had a friend. And when I just met him, um, his mom wanted to meet me. And the reason for that being is because the mom had no interest in what I do. But she would meet technically me. See, when you meet someone, you're going to meet the person they want you to meet because maybe there's a common interest, maybe something about Mm -hmm. insurance. You're going to talk a big game. I can market this, market that. But when you talk to someone that doesn't have that, I mean, what is really the conversation you're going to have? And I remember the, the, the friend said, you know, you meet my mom because my mom will tell me if you're a good person or not. Because she doesn't care about what you do in insurance or money or what you drive. Mm Mm-hmm. But she can definitely tell if you're a good person or not. So I was like, damn, that's crazy. You know, and that's what I always tell people when when you start hanging around certain people, you know, you have to really pay attention to is this a good person or not? Are they really being authentic with me? Mm -hmm. And I will tell you this, though, and people might hate me for this, but I will tell you this. When you first meet someone in the insurance industry game, you know. Nine out of ten, it's the person they want you to meet. It's not really who they are yet. Mm-hmm. You'll find out. If you become a real friend, a real friend, you will know the real person. And you will know certain things that no one out there will know. Yeah. You know? And 
there's and, and you know when people because people have pointed out to me it's like oh what happened how come you don't hang around this person and i've had that my my life and i remember i had an ex-girlfriend when i was like 19 20 21 i forgot how many years i was with her but she um she made it a point to let me know you always talk to people and then you just don't hang out with them is it because you don't can't get anything from them anymore i'm like first of all I got to know who these people really were. And that's just someone I don't really want to surround myself with. Yeah. yeah. But but they don't see it that way. No. They think that I was just like, I got bored of them and I move on to the next person. Yeah, it's not about being an opportunist in that way. And it's funny. I find that it is um, much more, you're more of an adult and more of a human being when you can tell the other person, you know what? I, it's been cool getting to know each other, but I just don't see this being a long-term friendship. So I'm, I'm just not going to engage anymore. And it sounds harsh and awful, but like uh, Olivier, if you know how he is, my husband, he is somebody who has done that. And he's also, uh, surprised. He was very surprised when somebody actually said to him also, like, I feel like we don't really have anything in common. Like we're both cool, but. Yeah, are we really going to be friends? And both of them were like, no. And then you move on. <laughs> and I think that's so refreshing because then you just cut the BS. Yeah. You cut the BS out. You don't have to waste your energy or time. I mean, cliche, but life is short, guys. Yeah. And I mean, so- I'm going to live till 124, but I'm just saying <laughs> life is short. You know, it's, and, and I'll leave you with this, all right? I'm just going by real fast. But I'll leave you with this. I've mentioned to people, it's like, look. The way sometimes I come across certain people, have you ever had that friend you're like totally cool with, everything's good, and then you guys finally go out and go drinking, and this person turns out like, dude, I was so annoyed, I had to babysit the person, yep, never again, and you stop. Because you you realize who this person is and how they are when they get drunk, and that's just a person you really don't want to go out and have drinks with anymore. In Vino Veritas. Yeah. And it's just one of those things, like, that's how sometimes I find out about people. Nothing. It's cool. You know, I'll still be cordial. Hey, what's up? What's going on? This and that. Cool. But, like, I just don't want to surround myself with that anymore. Like, I don't. Yeah. I just don't want to. But and you they, don't have to. Yeah. If, and it could, and it's not oh, it's not just about drinking. It could be the negativity, the way they see things, the way they are. Like, in a business environment, they're really great. But behind the scenes, if I'm there, I'm like, nah. I just, I can't, mm-hmm. you know, I've realized this and I remember having this conversation with, uh, with your husband is that you get to a certain point in your life where you just get tired of seeing people pretend to be someone they're not, or even yourself where you're just like, I'm fed up. And, and, and I remember this quote from Jim Carrey. It was crazy. He just said, Depression is pretty much kind of not saying for everybody, but it gets to a point where you're tired of being someone you're not, mm-hmm. and 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 you just realize like I'm just done, and you realize like yeah. it's, it's a lot of work, and you know the feeling, you feel dirty afterwards. Yeah, and he was talking about when he made that movie, The Grinch, mm-hmm. where he had to pretend dress only eight hours, right? Mm-hmm. And he said it was he was all I almost quit the movie. Because I couldn't be this person anymore. It was so exhausting. Imagine the people who pretend to be someone they're not for 10 plus years. Yeah, for most of their life. Right. And of course, they'll never tell you this. This is something they keep to themselves by looking themselves in the mirror. And people always wonder, what happened to this person? Blah, blah, blah. They probably realize like, being the person they were trying to be pretending, it was enough. 
Like it, it just it just killed them. So I always tell people like we can go be you, surround yourself with good people and 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 just don't believe everything you will see right away. Mm-hmm. You know? Take off the mask. Exactly. So um yeah. So anybody out there, you trying to be fake, stop being fake. Be real. Be real. Right? All right. So Thanks next time. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>